It's Jax. What up, Dallas? Let's go. Martin Luther had a dream, but Freddy Krueger had a Ruger. X Malcolm hopped the picture, so now we back to the future. Now we back to these losers embracing death like they used to. Poking out they chest, but listen, son, now you leaking that future. Huh? So who's the shooter? Hum, is it your man? Or was it a fan? Or was it a stand? Huh? I would beg to differ. In hindsight, I bet you he said he was not a nigga. Plus Biggie Smalls was just minding his business, yo. Smoking an Optimo. Somebody got to drop the homie Biggie. He's got to go. And they couldn't stop it, no, I wish that they could Yeah, the world needs change, but man, I wish that we would So out a long frown, a man harmed from a four pound His blood ripples on the floor from the wall sound His mama sitting at the wake, hoping the Lord's found Another dead, another gone now, damn George Elliott said that it's best to be what you want to be Fucking do what you want to do So I do what I want to do Bet you did it to floss Bitch, I did what I wanted Bet you did it and lost Bitch, I did it and won it Shit, I'm never coming back Listen, I just want to rap Gee, I told you all of that On about a dozen tracks I don't give a fuck I just, I just, I just want to rap Spitting fire on this track Like a fucking thundercat Plus this mic is bleeding Roho This shit is a no-no Rolling in that low-low Plus I'm from that ball Need a folk, folk, smoking on my logo. Ready for the world, and we so so. Sitting with the flow, somebody got a vote, vote. Heard the lanes, and I swear they so so. Too much love for the fame just to go broke. You said think I had the rap game and the troll card. No, I think I got the whole world in a rope. Yo, gotta think of damn dog, you crazy. Is he the next Jay Z? My crystal ball is hazy, but I don't know. Maybe. Welcome back to the Insane Check Podcast. It's your host, Chris, here. And yes, I know it has been. It's been a while since I had an insanity check. Let me let me check the dates on this to see when the last insanity check was. Last insanity check was the beginning of July, July seventh. Um, we had bacon on, um, and I just want to say, yeah, did not plan on really taking that much time off. Uh, I did plan on having a show right after I got back from San Diego Comic Con, but I'm not gonna lie, I was pretty much dead. Came back from San Diego and literally the next day I had to go into work to do some some stuff for work, so I did not get the rest I normally get. Um, and so we just did not, we just could not, uh, do a show together. So what I'm going to do is normally I've been doing shows every other weekend. I am going to try really, really hard to make sure we have a show every, uh, every day of, um, every weekend of August. Um, because, uh, I know the first weekend in September I will not be here because I can announce that I am going to be at the Toronto Film Festival. I did get a press, press access, press credentials for that. So, my first year covering um, something different from a Comic-Con. We're going to be doing um, Toronto Film Festival. So that's going to be fun. And it's all thanks to uh, all the listeners and everyone who supports us, both financially and just by being listeners of the regular show. So I want to thank you all for uh, that support. And that was able to get me uh, press credentials for Toronto Film Festival. So we are going to... I'm going to try to make sure that we get an insanity check every day, uh, every every weekend of August to kind of make up for uh, not having but one show in July and the fact that we're going to be out that first weekend of uh, September. Um, <clears throat> also, because I'm going to Toronto Film Festival, uh, that puts uh, our, us going to New York Comic Con up in the air. We're trying to see what we're going to do with that. If 
Um, if Brandon and I do go to New York Comic Con, it might be a reduced New York Comic Con. Maybe we only go for the weekend, um, or we might get somebody else to cover it for us. Uh, we'll, we're going to make a decision, and we'll see what happens for that. But um, either way, you're still getting new content from us, and we still have plenty more stuff coming from San Diego Comic Con. I got some uh, interviews and stuff I need to edit for Asian Shield and things like that. So stay tuned. Stay tuned. So. But anyway, uh, let's get into this insanity check. Joining me today is a uh, friend of the show, no, no stranger to the show. I got Justin for Three Fist Podcast. What's going on, Justin? I was muted because I did not want to step over or interrupt your introduction, and in doing so, forgot to unmute myself. Hey, happens to the best of getting us. Getting off. Yeah, man, getting off to a great start. Uh, but hey, happy to be here. Welcome back to you uh, from San Diego Comic-Con and all your other excursions. Uh, yeah. There's been no shortage of insanity to check up on in your absence. So I'm going to be honest here. I'm going to say something. Uh, might come on a shock to some people. I did not miss doing this. I did oh not miss God. doing. I did not miss doing the insanity check. Um, like I was just going to cover the regular insanity stuff that has been going on in the last couple of weeks. Like the fact that we have way too many fucking Democratic uh, uh, candidates in the the primary and all this other shit. I've been kind of avoiding all that shit, and I was going to talk about it this time. Um, but you know, it's the first day back after basically a month off and what does America do for me other than what America does best mash shootings and not just one. Yeah. We got two in 13 hours. Go Yo, America. So I knew about the one in Texas. Then I went to sleep and when I woke up, I was like, Oh, by the way, there was another one. Go America. It, it is our it's our number one export. Go America. That, that, this is what we do, guys. This is this is what we're good at. I, at this point, you know what it is? I, and this is going to sound bad. I don't even care anymore. And, and the reason why I don't care anymore is because I know at this point, I'm not doing the song and dance anymore. Like, I see everybody online right now is going through the, 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 the typical things. Like, people, you know, are like, we need to do something. We need to hold people accountable. And, and I'm still stuck on the fact that what was it 2015 when we let kids die? Or actually even before then, when we let kids die and did nothing, like, nothing's going to change. And so, at this point, I just don't have it in me anymore to do this. Like, I was seeing somebody, um, apparently, um, Kevin McCarthy, isn't he like the, 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 the GOP whip or something in the house? What is he? Uh, the minority leader? He's in a... Yeah, he's a ranking member. Um, not sure what his actual position is, but yes. Yeah, I'm trying to figure out. Yeah, he's the House Minority Leader. Kevin McCarthy went on Fox News and has been blaming video games. Of course. Video games of are course. the go-to for everybody on the right to blame for this, if it's not mental illness, right? Because even with mental illness, they don't really care about that because then you start getting into healthcare and you're like, oh, okay, cool. So you guys are going to include universal healthcare. Oh, no, no, I don't want that. So they don't even really care about that. But video games are the go to for everyone. And I'm at this point, I want people to start asking with a follow up question. And this was on Fox News. So, of course, I'm going to be follow up questions. I want somebody to ask when somebody says, is video games, name the video game. What video game? Because he was like, he said, when you look at these photos of how it took place, you can see the actions within the video games and others. 
uh, they dehumanize individuals. So I want him to tell me what video games, because at least for the El Paso shooting, I don't know much about the Dayton shooting. I know there was one in Dayton that killed nine. The El Paso shooting, I think, killed 20, I believe. Injured more, but killed 20. It's a 21-year-old who had writ- written a manifesto, <laughs> spelled out Trump in, in guns at one point on his Instagram. So, again, we'll get into the relations to uh, Trump and what Trump has said before. Um, killed 20. Um, he walked into a Walmart, uh, had on, like, the, the ear production you see at, like, gun ranges with what looked like, um, and it w- w- didn't look like, it was an assault rifle and gunned down 20 people. Murdered 20 people, injured more. Now, Justin, you play video games. Now, I know I've been out of it, in and out of video games because of just life and things like that. Um, what video game allows you to walk into a Walmart and murder innocent people? Uh, I actually have an answer for this one. Uh, the closest thing that you can get to that is a game that has been banned uh, on Steam and other uh, publisher and dist- uh, dis- distribution sites. Uh, it's it, I want to say it's called like it's not called Postal, but it was something where you oh, basically just postal. walk in, you just kill. There, there's Postal. I remember Postal when we were kids. Like Postal was like the yeah, you could do crazy things in Postal, but like you said, like it kind of got banned. Yeah, um, and then like. Anytime a game like that comes up, it gets pretty quickly shut down by distributors and publishers, right? Like, it it stays confined. You will never guess the spaces of the internet that it stays confined to. Oh, well. Hmm. Uh, the, the, these type of games are really popular among white nationalists, white supremacists, Nazis, neo-Nazis, um, white identity extremists. They really flock to these kind of games because they rally behind the quote-unquote free speech of being able to kill a bunch of women, being able to kill a bunch of Mexicans, which the El Paso shooter admitted to investigators. He wanted to kill as many Mexicans as possible. Hmm. Um, It's being spelled out why these people are doing these things. It's being spelled out. He believed in the great replacement myth that Fox News has been purporting for the last I'm going to be generous and say 10 years, but it's been longer than that. Oh, you mean kind of like what that uh, uh, Steve King, you know, representative from Ohio, has been saying? Yes. Kind of stuff? Hmm, yes. Interesting. An elected official is also purporting the great replacement myth that the – so three of the last mass shootings we've had, that has been their motive, right? The, the shooting at – what was it? The Tree of Life Synagogue? I think so. He was a proponent of the Great Replacement. He believed that Jews will replace us. Hey, remember Charlestown? Hmm. Or not Charlestown, uh, Charlottesville. Jews sure. will not replace us. Remember that? Huh. Um, this guy, we have to kill as many Mexicans as possible because it is manifest. We list out that they're replacing us. Immigrants will replace us, and we have to do this to protect the white race. Like, this is their MO. It's being spelled out pretty clearly. But admitting that means admitting culpability. So we got to shift the blame. You bring up mental illness and it's like, yeah, they don't really actually want to address it. But what they want to do is say, oh, they're just crazy. It's just those crazy people over there. We can't do anything about the crazy. They don't actually want to address the problem. Because addressing the problem means admitting that there is something fundamentally wrong with them. I I hear what you're saying, but I'm just saying that these kids are playing Fortnite and clearly... Fortnite dehumanizes. Um, wait, wait. Fortnite has realistic graphics, right? Oh no, those are cartoons. 
and so they're not like shooting Mexicans in in a Walmart. Oh, well. Clearly is GTA. Clearly, clearly is GTA though. GTA. It's got got to be GTA. Even G. So even GTA, GTA Online, when you do random acts of violence like that, the environment punishes you. (laughs) Right. It's not right. Like so, when, when you try to do these random acts of violence in GTA, the cops show up. It incentivizes other players to kill you to stop you from doing these random acts of violence, right? Like the game incentivizes stopping people from being a dick. Hmm. So you can't even point to GTA. Um, Quake, Doom. Should we go all the way back to like the the early, the late nineties and blame Quake and Doom? You know. We well, do, you would we think that? that the right would love Doom because it is literally you're waging against you're waging war against the armies of hell. What? What better huh. representation for our Christian conservatives than literally shooting Satan in the face with a rocket launcher? Huh. Huh. I, I'm with you though. Once new, once Sandy Hook happened, and after white, like little white babies, were murdered slaughtered and the gop said that's the cost of doing business i was like okay you're never getting anything done about this and then it's happened multiple times how many school mass school shootings have happened since newtown it's why it's it's why i was so just like sure during uh was it um was it uh not parkville what was it um the kids huh parkland so i like everybody was like no these parkland kids i'm like listen I was kind of upset because I knew that they were putting these kids up there to do the work of adults, knowing that the work still wasn't going to be done. And that's what actually pissed me off so much about Parkland. It was it was twofold. One, one, it was because it was white kids that I was like, you guys are elevating it. And it wasn't the Parkland kids' fault. But then two, you started seeing the adults, both the opposition and those who supported them, Treating these Parkland kids as if they were, like, adults. Like, oh, they're doing this, and oh, look, they're leading us doing this. And I'm like, that should be shameful. That is a, and, that is a, fail- and, it is a failure of society. It, not, and not only if that, she- well, not only that, but then you're also setting them up to fail themselves. Because yes. you know in your heart of hearts that nothing is going to change. And you are putting these babies out there to do this with the expectation that they're going to cause some change. And then when it doesn't happen, you're going to get the things you're seeing now with suicides because you didn't give them the help they need. You, they didn't see the change that were there. It becomes helpless. And what the fuck? And that's what you're seeing. You're starting to see suicides from survivors of these school shootings. Because adults have have like literally passed it on to kids to do the right thing and then not give them the tools to do it. Like, I'm just, I'm tired. I'm tired. And it's not like the solutions are hard solutions. We know what works. When the, when the Bill Clinton introduced the assault rifle ban, assault rifle deaths dropped 43%. When the GOP let it expire... It 
deaths from mass shootings increased over 200%. We have the answer. We know what we have to do. We are actively choosing not to do that. And that's just what, like, I don't want to sound defeatist, but those in power do not want to make that change. And this is, I'm going to introduce a, a controversial solution here. The only way to fix that problem is removing them from office, right? <laughs> like, you, you, you have to vote these assholes out. That, that's how you fix this problem. Because they're not going, you cannot, you cannot appeal to the conscious and good nature of people that have repeatedly shown you they have neither. So you have to replace them. You have to vote them out. That's the only way you're going to fix this. You would think. You would, I mean, I, I mean I'm saying that as terms that you said this is going to be controversial. You, you would think it wouldn't be, right? Like, I, I don't know when saying we should vote became such a controversial statement. Like I can, I try to be under, when it comes, like I'm gonna be real, when it comes to black people, I try to be understanding of how we interact with American politics, right? We, Amer black Americans have a very unique relationship with American politics. So I try to be very open-minded and understanding of where we're coming from, right? Like I can get being disillusioned with political systems, being like, why should I vote? There's no point. I can get that feeling of helplessness, especially when we see gerrymandering, voter suppression, all these targeted attacks to prevent us from voting and to make it seem like our vote doesn't count, I can get why we feel that way. I just can't agree with it because I've, see I've seen what happens, right? They wouldn't try to suppress our vote so hard if it didn't matter. There wouldn't be so many. There are voter suppression and voter depression tactics being employed by a foreign country to prevent us from getting to the ballot. That's how I know us voting is a problem, right? Like they, they view us voting as a threat. That's how I know there's power there or else a foreign country would not be trying to prevent us from doing so. Mm -hmm. I'm tired, man. I'm tired. Yeah, I'm, I, 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 I told people I, I don't have the time for it this this election cycle to be dealing with that side right now. That the whole oh well voting doesn't matter. I saw somebody try to pull that bullshit on my, you know, on, on Facebook, and I was like, yo, I can't do this. Like, voting clearly does matter. You see that in the court systems. You know, the Supreme Court. I'm not going to vote for president. Well, the president also selects the Supreme Court nominees, and then that also kind of goes into who holds the Senate and, and the House. That's all fucking important. You can talk about the, the, the issues that come in with these things, and like you said, the unique position that we as black Americans find ourselves in when it comes to the criminal justice systems and this, the, the government in general. However, completely removing yourself from it, then this is a part that I don't seem to be, I don't understand. It's like, <clears throat> unless you plan the only way to completely remove yourself from the system is to completely remove yourself from the United States. That's the only way for that to work. You have to, you cannot sit here and say, I refuse to participate in the country because they are not going to, they're not going to, um, they're not going to hear my voice, but then say in the country, then why are you saying, if you do not believe that if there anything changes is going to happen, then you have to, and I'm not saying this, 
because I want you to, but I'm like, you have to leave. That's only, it's just common sense. But if you're going to stay here, then at the very least, you got to do everything you can. It doesn't say that voting is the only thing that matters. Um, and it's not just us, the black people, because it's like, I know uh, David Frum came out there last week, was like, well, black people voted, well, well, let's talk about voter suppression and the fact that white people need to get their shit to fucking gather and stop voting for these people. Mitch McConnell is probably going to win at re-election again. And that's Handle a fucking it. travesty. That's a fucking travesty. Mitch McConnell is a literal enemy of democracy. Like, there, there's no other way to frame it. He's used his he's used his position as Senate leader for the Republican Party to undermine democracy when beneficial for his party. And, and I know what's going to happen. He's going to die, and then everyone's going to say, "Oh, we lost this. We lost a, a lion in the Senate." You know, we always enjoyed working with Mitch. The dude literally subverted American democracy for his own selfish needs. Why why are we going to lionize him? Why why is he still allowed to be in the Senate? He is neglect he wouldn't nominate a Supreme Court justice, even though that's his fucking job. Right? Mm-hmm. They rewrote the rules of the Senate so that he could pass some legislation that he knew wouldn't pass otherwise. Like what the why are we why, why do we tolerate Mitch McConnell? Like why 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 do we tolerate him? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, and this relates to kind of what. I, so I haven't really, and maybe you have. I haven't really been paying attention. To, I didn't watch any of the debates so far for uh, Democratic uh, primaries. Um, and actually, I refuse to until they get the number down. Like I heard that the next debate, only eight of the candidates have qualified. I might watch that one because right now having two debates because you have twenty fucking candidates is fucking absurd. I'm sorry. I get the idea that we want to hear different voices. You can get that at eight. These 20 fucking candidates, some of them need to stop. Beto, I'm looking at you right now. I saw you t- you, you, had, you talk good shit right now. You suspended your campaign because uh, I believe uh, El Paso was his district, and so the shooting happened there. That's good, dude. Running the Senate against fucking Ted Cruz. The fuck are you doing? You are not going to win the presidency. You're not going to win the nomination. You're not going to win. You're not going to win. You're not going to win. You are not going to win. But O'Rourke, do you hear me? You are not going to fucking win. You have no fucking chance. So swallow your motherfucking pride and go run against Ted Cruz again in the goddamn Senate. You almost beat him last time. Why are you running for president? What are you doing? Forget Ted Cruz. You could beat John Cornyn right now. Because he's not on the most oh, stable right. of ground for the Republican you're, Party. You're, you're right, because Ted Cruz probably isn't up. It's probably going to be John Cornyn. You can, win a, you can win an election in Texas. You can win a Senate election in Texas. We need the Senate more than we... Honestly, we need the Senate more than we need the presidency. And some of these people that are out here trying to run for president, you need to stay in the fucking Senate. Because uh, I'm looking at the 2020 Senate numbers. They're not looking good. That's an understatement. They're not looking good. Not looking good. Not looking good. Not looking good. And so what's going to happen is, if, you know yeah, what's going to happen. We, you know you know what's going to happen. Go ahead and say it. I know you're going to say what I'm going to say. Yeah, we, Go we, and say what's going to happen. We, we've seen what happens. You win the House. You get more seats in the House. You win the White House. And the Senate stays with Mitch. Then Mitch obstructs you for the next four to eight years and you get nothing done. 
And who gets blamed for it? You do. I see it happen. We, we literally lived through this. We've seen this happen before, guys. I'm waiting for it to happen. So I'm getting. So at this point, I refuse. I refuse. When we got 20 fucking candidates, I refuse to treat them. If you're polling and if you're polling at five percent or below, get the fuck out of the race. What are you doing? What the fuck are you doing? What are you doing? I mean, uh, let's let's be real. Uh, for the Democratic nominee, there's really like four people that have a legitimate shot. Mm-hmm. Why, 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 why are we entertaining Syrian asset Tulsi Gabbard? Like, why, why are we entertaining a Syrian asset? Why are we entertaining an anti-vaxxer Marianne Wilson? Like, why, what, what are we doing? Yo, yo, that shit pisses me off. I've been seeing so many people. Oh, well, she made some good points here. No, 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 no. This is how it happens. You, this is literally how Trump happened. You let somebody who's out their fucking mind and has no business having a national platform, you let them speak because they have a couple of good points. I don't give a fuck if she has a good point on res- reparations. She's an anti-vaxxer. She's dangerous. She's fucking dangerous. She should not have a national fucking platform at all. You do not let these people speak. You do not give them an elevated platform. I can't believe you have to say that in 2019. She is dangerous. So like, didn't she say something the last? Didn't, didn't she say something at the last the last debate about um, being a, or maybe it was an interview about being antidepressants or something about again being against antidepressants? Oh no, she 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 is anti science. She's against medications. If you take dep- if you take antidepressants, you're a weak person because you you can overcome that with the power of positivity. She's basically a Scientologist. You guys are talking about a Scientologist right now. What are we doing? What are we doing? Why is her name anywhere? Why is she up on the stage with serious fucking candidates? I want to slap every single one of you right now. What are you doing? Well, so it, here's the trap people fall into. She'll say things about someone that they don't like. And it's like, yeah, I agree with that because I don't like that person anyways. Let's take Tulsi Gabbard. She hmm. said some untrue and exaggerated things about Kamala Harris. And it's like, yeah, we agree with her. And I'm like, hey, remember when Tulsi Gabbard went to Syria to have a conference with Al-Bashir? Anderson Cooper probably was gassing children. Anderson Cooper remembered and asked her the question about that. She didn't have a good answer for it. Yo, like she's a Syrian asset. What are we doing? She is a literal foreign asset for a genocidal madman. What the fuck are we doing listening to her? And she's pulling at 2%. Get the fuck out of the I, race. And honestly, the people... So here's where I put most of... Because there's a lot of blame for that. I put most of the blame on your CNNs and MSNBCs. Yeah. Because they want the viral moment. They want, they want the ratings. And they know... And this is how I know CNN knows this. For the second debate... They put Joe Biden surrounded by Cory Booker and Kamala Harris because they wanted them to fight. They wanted they wanted the viral moment that they could play over and over again for the next 24 hours. We're creating content here, baby. We're not reporting the news. They they know damn well Cory Booker is not going to be around in a couple months. I like Cory Booker. Cory Booker, get the fuck out. Stay in the Senate. We need you in the Senate. You do good. Hey, look, you're not presidential material. You are Senate material. I like you in the Senate. Stay in the fucking Senate. Bernie, I know you're not going to get out, but you shouldn't be president. Stay in the fucking Senate. 
Bernie's not polling well with his own demographic right now. Why are you still here, Bernard? Why are you still here? And I know what, and I know what Bernie's thinking. Bernie's thinking, if I do well enough, I can make Elizabeth Warren my vice president. You know what Elizabeth Warren is thinking? If I'm nice to you, I can pick off those last few Bernie bros and finally get over Kamala Harris. That's that's what that's what Elizabeth Warren's thinking. Like, I, I'm with you. I didn't watch the debates because I'm like, you know what? I don't care. I already know who I'm going to vote for in the primary. There's very little that could happen between now and whenever Maryland votes that'll change my mind. I know who I'm going to vote for in the primary. I also doesn't. It also doesn't matter to me because whoever wins the Democratic nomination, I'm, I'm going to vote for. for president. Yeah, I don't care. Yeah, at this point, I don't care. But I do. Ca- what I do care is when I see people like. Bill de Blasio, nigga, what the fuck are you doing? What are you doing? Oh, yeah, he is running, isn't he? What are you doing? Your own city is basically like, what are you doing? What makes you... You probably couldn't win your own city and, and <laughs> for president, all right? What are you doing? And why are you doing it? Stop. 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 But it's ego, man. It's, it's ego. Well, it, it all like, is. It all is. And that's, why, that's what makes you so mad. Uh, what's your boy's name? Pete Booty Edge? Booty Booty Edge? What are you doing? What are you doing? You're what? not gonna win. People can't even say your fucking name. And I know that's that's fucked up because if it was a black person, I'd be upset. But people can't even say this white dude's name. You're not gonna win. I mean that that, that is more of an indictment. We make we make an effort to learn how to pronounce Beethoven and Mozart, but we can't even pronounce Booty Edge. Like yeah. I don't even know if I'm saying it right. Here's the thing, here's the thing, here's the thing, here's the thing, here's the thing. If he was polling well. And I thought he could win. I'd learn it. I'm not going to learn your fucking name. Because you know what? You're going to go back to South Bend being the fucking mayor who ignores black people's issues. And you're going to stay there and we're going to forget you. That's why. That's why I'm not going to remember your fucking name. Because you will be forgotten. You will oh, be no, forgotten. Oh, no. But today he said white nationalism is bad. Oh, congratulations. We got the bar is so fucking low for white people. <laughs> like the, the ceiling is the roof, man. The ceiling is the roof. So fucking low. Like there was another one, one of the other white dudes who was who was who was like who who made it who put it like hint 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 can liquor looper or whatever the fuck his name is was like Wait, wait, wait. That's a real person? Yeah, yeah. He was the one that was like he was the one he was the one that was like, Oh yeah, we're now polling we're we're surging up. We're now polling at two percent. I'm like, motherfucker, if you don't Yo, get the fuck okay. out of the race. Get I'm not going to lie, because I saw that, but I saw it in a tweet, so I thought it was someone being facetious. Like, that actually happened? This dude is celebrating and that's surging at 2%? That's a real fucking person. That's a real fucking person. <laughs> that's a real fucking person. <laughs> that's not funny. <laughs> yeah, John uh, Hickenlooper, the former governor of Colorado. Yep, he is running for the. Dim- oh. I'm like, why, why, why? Now here's like, okay, <laughs> everyone knows that this race is between Biden, Warren, and Harris, right? Like they they know that, right? Apparently not. Apparently not. Apparently not. Apparently, and apparently nobody's reading. And Joe Biden is doing everything he can to fuck it up for himself, and he's still in the top three. Y'all have no chance. Like seriously, every, no, 
Joe Biden has done. Joe Biden has run the campaign that I expected from him, Joe Biden, because I remember Joe Biden's 27, 2007 and 2008 campaign. Like, to remind people, Joe Biden also ran for president before and got ran out of the fucking primaries. He's not good at this. He is not. He is he literally has benefited so much from being Obama adjacent. <laughs> like that, his whole game is, hey, I was vice president for that guy you really like. I was vice president for the black president. That's, that's it. That's I'm that, Uncle Joe. That's literally his thing. He's got nothing. You know, I pal around with segregationists. <laughs> he has nothing. Literally, I'm in an I, argument for states' rights on a Democratic debate stage. I do remember that. Nothing. I remember that vividly. This man, this man told a woman who was bused to school by federal integration that that should not have been a federal choice. That the state should have made that decision. What? He also and knows people- that he's fucked up because his campaign is the one that that fucking started doing the whole thing. Well, we, we when we got into the White House is off the coattails of a black black man. Maybe if we can sit there and make people think that Stacey Abrams is gonna be running as our vice president, people will then vote for us then. It's like you're fu- I, how how dare you? How people talk about how um inauthentic uh uh Hillary Clinton was. And I'm like, have you have you met Joe Biden? And what Joe Biden's been doing so far? Because Hillary Clinton was nowhere, nowhere near this. I think, okay, we can we can be honest about Hillary Clinton now that we're removed from it. What people perceived as inauthenticity, she's a dork. Yeah. Right? Yeah, she, she, yeah. Is, she is your corny, she's your typical, like, corny white person trying to be hip. She's a dork. And that's okay. She's also bloody brilliant and would have been a great president. But she's a dork. Right? And that's okay. It's okay to be dorky. It's okay to be a dork. That's fine. But people are like, she's pandering and she's being inauthentic. I'm like, no, I think this is her actually trying to like actually ingratiate and appreciate the culture, but because she's so awkward and dorky, it's coming off as fake. But she's just weird. And that's okay. That's not Joe Biden. Right? Joe Biden's the one that's like, he'll... Joe Biden is one that thinks it's like the 1930s and that he's going to challenge um, uh, Trump to a fist fight. Like, and what the what, fuck, dude? And that's going to be what I'd, I'd challenge him to do push-ups. What the fuck? I don't need you to challenge him to do push-ups. That's not what I need. Nigga, what's wrong with you? Nigga, what's wrong with you? But yeah, that's why I can't, I haven't been paying attention to the, because to the, I just, I don't care. Like, I wanted to get down to I'll even say the four, because Bernie's Bernie's the itch that won't go away. He's just not going to, so he's going to be there. But outside of those four, like you said, Biden, Bernie, Harris, and Warren, nobody else fucking matters. And and I'm saying this as somebody who actually, like, the only other person I'll throw in there who I like who should be getting more um, attention and I think will is definitely running at this point in a serious contender for somebody's vice presidency, uh, uh, Julian Castro. Yeah. Like I actually say, I'd actually keep him as the dark horse number five, just because I like I like what he says. He says a lot of good things, and keep him there because he needs he needs to be there to keep everybody else honest. Like those are the five right there. 
Anybody else in the fucking race is wasting our fucking time. And if they are already in uh, in, in politics, they need to be looking. And if they're in a state that has a Republican as either a house, uh, either in, in a Republican district or they're they're in a Republican state uh, with, with Republican senators, they need to be looking at a House or Senate run outside of that or even shit run for governor something. But right now you sitting there trying to think you're going what to what are you doing? What are you doing? You're not going to win. You're not even a serious fucking candidate. I don't want to hear from you right now. Your opinions, honestly, don't fucking matter on this stage. Outside of those five, everyone else can go away and should go away. Yeah. I'm, I'm just, I, I, and, I, and that's why I was like kind of proud when I saw that the next debate, only eight of them have, have, have qualified. I'm like, thank God. Yeah, we'll see. A- A- ABC wants those ratings. They'll, they'll, It'll be 12 by the time the debate happens. That's better than 20. Fuck. It's As long as Mariana isn't there, yo. Um, yo! Alright, so, so... We gotta talk about this. You can't side with foreign assets and Scientologists because they say things that you like about a person you don't. You just can't. You can't gas up Tulsi. I propose anti-LGBTQIA legislation because she said something about Kamala the cop. What the fuck are you doing? Like seriously, what the what the fuck are you doing? I get it. I get it. I think I finally figured it out. As a concept, you don't like law enforcement. Because Kamala was a prosecutor, you do not like her as a concept. Fine. I'll take that. You can't side with someone that gasses up literal war criminals because you don't like the concept of a person. What the fuck are we doing? We're so screwed in 2020. We're so fucking screwed. Is Andrew Yang? Who the fuck is this dude? Oh, you don't know about Tupac Hologram, dude? What the fuck are we doing? Oh, oh, you don't know about Mr. Tupac Hologram? What do I want to know? I'm going to send you... Hold on, hold on. I'm going to text you something. I think I still have this on my phone. Like This what? dude did an event with Tupac's Hologram. Yep, here we go. What are you guys doing? What are you doing? <laughs> is, is this a joke to everyone? Is this a joke? Like, maybe I was wrong. Maybe we do deserve Trump. That media that was going to wipe us out last week looked at us and said, nah, actually, you're doing a good enough job on your own. I don't, you don't need me. You, you don't, you're good, actually. Like what are we doing? What are we doing? I'm sorry. After after the last thing, I don't want I don't want anybody else who's never been in politics who just makes shit up and says they're gonna and makes a bunch of promises and can't can't capitalize on any of them. Test out hologram when he uses it. Hoping to use tech to 2020 candidate Andrew Yang <laughs> test out hologram with Tupac 
hoping to use tech to be at different campaign stops at the same If you support this shit, what the fuck is wrong with you? I mean, he did He did bring back Tupac. This is a fucking game. This is a fucking game. I mean, there's also the other uncomfortable thing we have to talk about. What if Trump doesn't leave? Like, let, let, let's assume he loses the 2020 election, right? What if he doesn't leave? Well, that's the fun part, right? Because, um... I, mm. Yeah, like, all, all he has to do is say, nope, it's fake news. I won. I know I won. It's fake news. CNN is fake news. And then he just says, I'm not leaving. Then what? Because I don't think he's leaving. He's already joked about, yeah, you know, do another four, six years, you know. I don't even want to get, because I don't know. Because even, like, I, I do know that the typical norms you normally see won't, are not going to happen. Even if it doesn't get exactly. to the point, of, even if it gets down to the point of him, him not to say that he's not going to leave, you're not going to get that moment of whoever the next president is, with Trump also there at the new next inauguration, that's not going to happen. We do realize that, right? Particularly if, and I've been seeing a lot of people getting on, you know, getting on Nancy Pelosi and the and the rest about the impeachment stuff. But I'm like, taking the time on the impeachment thing actually makes sense because if Trump has to go through all of 2020 through an impeachment trial, that's actually kind of what you wanted. It actually makes smart sense. He can't campaign while also doing having to deal with an impeachment trial. I just don't. I don't think it's a smart thing to do. But if you're gonna if you're gonna delay it, delaying it for the election year makes fucking sense. So you're trying to tell me that he goes through all this stuff, whether whatever the outcome of the impeachment stuff is or not. You're trying to tell me that Trump is going to gracefully stand there up on that stage with a candidate who probably supported his impeachment. No. Yeah. Not it's happening. not, not going to happen, Chief. So we already know that, I mean, right now, at this point, presidential norms have already gone out the fucking window. Right. So, I mean, we're, we're well past that point as it is, so. So do, <sighs> do you want to take like five minutes to explain why impeachment is a dumb idea? I mean, does it need five minutes? The Senate's not going to pass it. I mean, yeah. Mitch McConnell, Mitch McConnell lives and breathes. That's why impeachment is a dumb idea. I mean, I, <clears throat> I, I, I hear everybody's argument. Well, if you don't do it, this is what this, the the House has to do this because they have to keep some kind of normalcy of rules. Blah, blah blah. The rules are gone. The rules have already been blown through. Like at this point, using that logic doesn't doesn't move me or sway me because we've already established the rules are not going to be followed. And if you right. think for a second that the House going through moving forward with impeachment proceedings and hearings is going to somehow be able to put pressure on um, Mitch McConnell and the Senate, you have not been paying attention. When so, has Mitch McConnell ever been pressured to do anything that he did not want to do? Right. 
I think, and I still I don't think this is going to happen either. To me, the more likely scenario is you do what the Democrats have basically been focusing on, which is you dirty him up enough, you don't go, go up to impeachment hearings, you get him the fuck out of office, and hopefully from there you can then prosecute him outside of the office once he's no longer inside the office. Because even Robert Mueller kind of opened that up himself. So that's an option there, and that's a more that's probably a more satisfying option. Because I'm gonna tell you what's gonna happen if the Democrats move forward with impeachment in the House, and then people who somehow, for some reason, should know how impeachment works, but don't realize that the that does not mean. Cause I keep seeing people. I think my problem with the impeachment thing is it doesn't seem like anybody's having an intelligent conversation about it. So people say we need to do impeachment, we need to do impeachment, but I feel like people think that impeachment means he's going to be out of office. That's not what that means. Bill Clinton was impeached. Impeachment does not actually mean removal from office, and I feel like a lot of people have failed their civic classes and believe that it is going to mean that, which means when it doesn't happen, those people are going to be disappointed, and then who are they going to blame? Democrats. Uh, I want to make sure I get this right, but I think only one president has been removed via impeachment. Probably. Andrew Johnson. Nixon resigned resigned before he could be impeached. Yeah, Nixon resigned. And uh, I know this is crazy. I know this is crazy. But Nixon Nixon also had shame. (laughs) Something that Trump does not have. So that's not going to happen. If... If Nixon had done Watergate in 2017, he absolutely would have survived. Mm-hmm. He absolutely would have survived. So, um, yeah. Th- th- there's no good argument for impeachment. Like, I'm sorry, like, a good argument for impeachment doesn't exist. Because what you want, if you want him to be removed, he's only the only possibility of him being removed is voting. That's the only way he's going to get out. Yeah. Right? Like, and I see people say, oh, it's your job, you should do this, but it's like you're putting everything onto all the all the pressure gets put on the House Democrats and Nancy Pelosi. There's no pressure being put on the Republicans in the Senate and Mitch McConnell because you know that you can't pressure them. So what right. happens when you have impeachment hearings? What's going to happen? One, I'm going to tell you, one, Trump is going to get more desperate and do more crazy things than he's already fucking done because we see him do that already. He does things to try to control the the news the 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 the, the, uh, the news, and he's going to start doing things and, and removing things and start putting more crazy people in. And the Senate's going to keep doing what they're doing, which is like I, apparently over the last week, um, uh, Mitch McConnell they approved uh, thirteen more Trump nominees for the court. So I am not. I get the emotion behind the impeachment stuff, but it logically does not make any fucking sense because it's assuming, just like what Justin said before, it's assuming a natural path that we've had before. It assumes a normalcy that isn't there. It assumes that this is going to go. It assumes that it assumes that he goes to those impeachment hearings and first of all, my, my, my other thing too with it is people make it seem like the problem with the, you know, another uh, pro of impeachment is somehow that people don't know all this stuff about Trump. And I'm like, it's not a lack of information. 
It's not a the, the Trump supporters support Trump not because they lack information. They have all the information they need. They're not going to believe it. Trump has already set it, set them up to believe to not believe anything that comes out. And they change the whim. It's like goes from Rex Tillerson and all these other people that were in my are the best people to oh they were terrible. Don't believe them. We've seen it. We've seen it happen. So, uh, like again, I'm fine with a slow burn. If you're gonna do impeachment hearings, do them in 2020, You know, uh, and it should be late, late 2020. I'm talking about like after the Democratic uh, convention. Do it or. Then. You do what they're doing now, which is you do all the investigation of an impeachment hearing without calling it an impeachment hearing. Oh, so you notice that too? You notice that too when everybody else is complaining? Everybody's saying that they're Nancy not doing Pelosi anything? Pelosi straight and up said we're doing everything. We're doing an impeachment investigation without calling it an impeachment investigation. So you're getting all the evidence that you guys want. Without if you say you want them to impeach... You have to acknowledge that you want them to do something that won't work. Well, you the want thing. them to bang their head well, against the wall. It's also it's also smart because here's the other thing too. People understand, and you might you might not like to hear this, but impeachment is a loaded word. So when you say impeachment, that's when you set off alarm bells with the GOP Senate. You set off alarm bells with Trump and all of them. But if you're just doing investigation and you're just doing little things, you get Trump having to to, to and his allies having to answer under oath in these different places and doing these different things. Like I said, without calling it an impeachment, you can get all these things on the fucking record. I don't understand. Uh, I don't understand. I don't understand. Like, if the impeachment itself is not going to end up with him out of office, which is not. Then why then, are we here? Then why are we wasting our time arguing that that needs to happen? Uh, slight correction, Andrew Johnson was not removed from an office by impeachment. He was acquitted by the Senate, so no president has ever been removed by impeachment. Oh, and, and we have a Senate here that's going to be the first to do that. Yeah, Mitch, Mitch McConnell is going to be uh, majority leader of the first Senate to remove um, a sitting Republican president. Yeah, get the fuck out of here. That's not going to happen. Um I get it. People are frustrated. People are like, well, something has to happen. Yeah, you have to do something. Just like you talked about the Parkland kids, they put all the responsibility on the Parkland kids. They put the responsibility on someone other than themselves. Democracy only works when everyone participates. Hey, you want impeachment? Know what you can do? Because I, so I still have a 50-50 chance of us winning the White House back. Hey, hey, win the fucking Senate. How about you go and tell Beto to get the fuck out of the race and run for the goddamn Senate? Because here's the thing, if we had the Senate, then I'd be all for impeachment because I know we can then remove the motherfucker. But yeah. guess what we're not doing? We're not going to win the Senate. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. Just annoying, yo. The annoying part about it is everyone can acknowledge that the game is rigged. Right, we know gerrymandering exists. We know voter suppression exists. We know voter depression exists. Right, we know the game is rigged. We know the only way to fix the game is to change the people making the rules. But we, instead of going down that route, we have decided to put pressure on the people that lack the power to do these things, and then blame them when they can't do the things that they lack the power to do. 
it, it, it is just, you know what? We get the democracy we deserve. I, I, I really feel like Sam Wilson in Secret War, in Secret Empire. Maybe this is just us getting what we deserve. Because a lot of people threw up that hail Hydra real quick and they're like, hey, the trains run on time. I'm good. But it's true. It's true. Like, again, I don't like harping on the socialists because they take a lot of unnecessary uh, hits from people and a lot of things that aren't necessarily socialism or being called socialism, which they really need to stop doing that. Like, right, having, having... Socialism is the new communism. Right, it really is. Um, having universal health care is not socialism, but whatever, whatever. That's not what socialism is, but... Okay. Only whatever. industrialized nation in the world that doesn't provide... <laughs> That's not socialism. A form of universal right. health care. Like, so we, 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 we've completely shitted on what socialism is. But when we do talk about socialism and things like that, the one thing I will say about socialism, I'm like, I think you are, I think they are severely naive about the mindset of Americans. And I understand we need to win hearts and minds first, but the idea that Americans in general are always worried that somebody else is getting over on them is very, very prevalent. Like, <clears throat> it's so funny. Everybody knows I bought, I bought a motorcycle, and I um, um, and so I've you know I've always wanted a motorcycle. Finally, got one. And been riding around on it, and I I I've always known this. Uh, but starting to, you know now I'm starting to experience it myself. The way other car drivers on the road treat motorcyclists is insane. Um, and I'm not talking about like doing crazy things like wheel popping willies on the in the on the road and going 180 miles an hour. I'm talking about just riding on the road. Um, one, uh, everybody knows lane splitting, right? When you when you have motorcycles that ride in between cars, usually during slow traffic, right? Uh, lane splitting is only allowed in two states, uh, and illegal in two states. People do another uh, another place states definitely here in Maryland they do it, um, but and. Overseas in Europe and stuff like that, lane splitting is just what they do. Like it's it's fine, and you see the way that cars treat motorcycles. Like they make room for them, they don't get. And I watch enough videos and see enough people talk about lane splitting here in the United States that you will see people in cars will literally get upset and feel like motorcycles are like jumping the line and getting ahead of them. And they like get angry and will literally move their cars to shut so a motorcycle will not get by them. You're talking about a person who's on a bike who's exposed to the elements, and you're inside of a metal box. Americans have this sense that if they feel like somebody else is getting over on them, they they will do something like, "That's a f- you're committing a felony. You're committing assault with a deadly weapon with your car." But they will do that just to stop somebody else from feeling like they can get ahead of them, and that's the mentality of an American. We cannot, as a whole, stand feeling like somebody got over on us or got something ahead of us. And socialism will never work here as long as your average American feels that way. Because your average American, your average white American particularly, will literally vote to support candidates that give all their money to corporations and take that from them. So they are struggling, but they feel like they're doing better because it means that black and brown people are doing worse. That is America. And until you kind of get to that point, 
something you can do. There's nothing we can do. There's, it's not going to work. It's not. It just won't. It just won't. And that's that's that maybe that sucks, but we need to have that conversation and understand what that is. Um, yeah. Go ahead. America's greatest sin is also its greatest flaw, from national security to literal threats to its own democracy. White supremacy, white nationalism, and racism and resentment towards marginalized people, specifically black and brown people, is its undoing and greatest vulnerability. And, and it can't get better until that is actually addressed. And 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 to be fair, you know what? We see it across other boards when it comes to marginal it trickles down to other marginalized groups when it comes to other marginalized groups. So you'll see some you'll see and we try to downplay it, but there's a significant amount of people, black people in the black community who look down on um, uh, the LGBTQ community because they feel like they're getting something that the black community didn't get. They completely ignore the idea that there are black people inside of the LGBTQ community and they feel that somehow, like I've seen it before, where somehow um, uh, black rights are taking a back seat to the LGBTQ rights. And it's it's ridiculous, absolutely fucking ridiculous. Um, let's go into. So I'm gonna do some quick hits. I'm gonna do some quick hits, and we got a, a great moments of white privilege, and then we got two, not one, but two. Uh, do you even sci-fi bros? So let's get into this. Um, I'm afraid. I just saw this one that popped up on my, my. I'm not gonna read too much into it, but it, it wanted to have another conversation about this. There's a, a, a Lebanon actress calls for burning Palestinians and uh, Palestinians in, uh, in the Hitler's ovens. I'm not gonna read the article too much about it, but I just want to bring up the fact that um, I I think I have a theory on why Hitler and Nazis are making a comeback. Not saying they ever really went away. There's always been there, but like why people are now being more bold with what they did. And um, you know what it is. I think it's because uh, we made fun of this, but the History Channel stopped being the War World 2 channel. Yo. Um, you might be and, on to something there. And I know that sounds ridiculous, but hear me out. When the History Channel used to be known as the World War 2 with the Hitler Channel because all you used to do was show footage of World War 2 and um, and Nazi stuff and stuff like that. But it was it was always educational. It was never like Hitler's a good dude, right? It, people, you know, like you know, kind of were like, "You're showing all this image, you need to do that." But it was never on some Hitler was a good person. It was always like it was always educational stuff. If you go to the History Channel now, what are you getting? Pawn stars. You're not getting that anymore. Um, and I feel like it's, and I'm not saying it's just the History Channel. But I feel like it's probably indicative of all the education system in America. We don't do things like that anymore. We don't educate the populace. And so it's easy to kind of forget the horrors of Nazis, the horrors of Hitler, the horrors of slavery, because we no longer have mass-produced images of them saying this was wrong. And if you're relying on, we already know that in schools, they're not showing that stuff. Now you can't even get it just for looking at it on TV. Like, I remember, I used to watch the History Channel all the fucking time. Because it was always fascinating to me. You always get this, you get these little bits of information 
about World War II uh, and 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 what was going on there? And you got you got it, it, it was a supplement to your education. You don't get any of that shit no more. And I think that there's a direct correlation between the lack of that information and the rise of people feeling more comfortable in saying this shit out loud. Because I'm not going to sit there and say that these people haven't always been there, but I feel like there's less to challenge them uh, in a formal educational way outside of, well, you have your opinion, I have my opinion. And I think we need to make the institutional great again. Bring that shit back. Uh, bring back, bring back, because the History Channel, like every, like every week, you would see that image of, um, that famous image of like either I don't know if it was Amer- I think it was the Americans, maybe it might have been the Russians blowing up the uh, the, the the Nazi symbol above. It might have been above. It was above Nuremberg. I can't remember where it was, but you get that fam- like blowing up and and killing Nazis. Yeah, we need that shit. We needed people to understand that uh, we fought wars to kill Nazis. They were the bad guys. Shouldn't just be shouldn't just be up to the video games to do that. Remember when uh, people got mad that Wolfenstein was about killing Nazis in the Klan? Remember I that? Saying, oh, I was just about to say that might be the video game that old boy's talking about when he says it dehumanizes humans. Yeah, it dehumanizes Nazis. Definitely does. I'm okay with that. Yeah. I'm okay with yeah, that. Yeah, because they're, they're not human. They're fucking Nazis. Like, what, when did we as American We used to collect Nazi scalps as an American pastime. When did we get away from that? You know what? Maybe you're onto something with this History Channel thing. Maybe if the History Channel starts educating people on the horror of Nazis, we can admit that punching them is okay. Yeah, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. When the History Channel, when the History Channel was showing, you know, Hitler and his and his goon squads getting ran through by the Allies like 24/7, we weren't having national conversations about whether it was okay to punch Nazis in the face. I'm just saying. I'm not saying there's a correlation. I'm just pointing out that there were some coincidences here. Maybe we should look into. It's definitely worth investigating. I'm just saying, I can always go with what, and I can always personally just go with watching more of Nazis getting their asses kicked. So there's that. Um, just want to point out uh, another quick hit uh, that we are uh, the ICE is also now detaining U.S. citizens. Uh, there was a um, uh, Francis uh, Galicia, a Dallas-born U.S. citizen, spent 23 days. In, in the custody of U.S. Customs and Border Protection and conditions that made him so desperate, he almost opted to self-deport. Um, he said he lost 26 pounds during that time in South Texas in Grace Center because the, the officer did not provide him with enough food. He said he wasn't allowed to shower and his skin was dry and dirty. He and 60 other men were crammed in there. Oh, yeah, by the way, uh, my time off also included the time when um, uh, uh, Mike Pence went to go watch, see all those men crammed up in the de- detention center and then have the audacity come back on camera and say that he didn't see any abuses going on because Mike Pence is a fucking terrible human being. Mike Pence didn't see any abuses going on because he feels that that's how those people should have been treated. Like, I I don't even think Mike Pence was lying. Mike Pence believes in his heart of hearts. No, this is an abuse. This is how you treat these animals. I don't see anything wrong here. Christian Mike Pence. Christian Mike Pence. Uh, he and 60 other men were crammed in an overcrowded holding area where they slept on the floor and were giving... Only aluminum floor blankets, he said. Some men had to sleep on the restroom area floor. 
tick spit some of the men and some were very sick. Uh, but many were afraid to ask to go to the doctor because CBP officers told them that their stay would start over if they did. It was inhumane how they treated us. It got to the point where I was ready to sign deportation papers. Just not be suffering there anymore. I just need to get out of there. This this is a, a U.S.-born citizen. Was detained. Not the only one. There was a, there was a kid, like a nine-year-old kid that was detained. Um, same way. U.S.-born. ICE is now depo- de- uh, uh, detaining U.S. citizens, and I hope to God these people sue the shit out of the U.S. government and the Customs Border Patrol and ICE. I hope they do. Bankrupt the shit out of them. 23 days detained as a U.S. citizen? Mm-mm. All the money. All the money. All the money. So I'm about to depress you. The that case with that uh, young man who was held for twenty three days. Mm-hmm. Don't know. Statute of limitations ran out. He can't sue the state. How can you not sue the state? It was it, how how does that how did the statute of limitations <laughs> run out on that? So that happened. Hold on, let me. Actually, I actually have that uh that article. Let me go pull that up because NPR went back and talked to me and he was like, "Yeah, I can't even get like I can't even get any uh, recompense for what happened." Uh, all right. Davino Watson was held. Oh, no, this is a different so guy. He... This is a different guy. That's why. It's a different person. Oh, oh my God. God. So, so a diff- different person. Di- yeah, this is Francesco. This one happened. This one happened oh my God. this month. This, this, this happened in July. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. This is a different person. This, there's been at least the, three or four people. I, I see the fucking problem. Like, I, remember when this, when, um, who was it? Someone said we have to dismantle ICE, right? Like that mm-hmm. that, that was a, a talking point before the camps became mainstream, right? Mm-hmm. The cam- thank you for calling them the camps, but yes, thank you. They're fucking concentration camps. What do you like, like, No, they are. They I are. don't get it. We all went to history. We all did American history. Again, bring back, the, bring back the history channel because we had the history channel. I feel like we would understand because people don't seem to understand what concentration camps were. I feel like we had the history channel. They would explain because they had several different shows talking about what the concentration camps were and they didn't sugarcoat that shit. I kind of feel like if we brought it back, maybe people will understand what concentration camps were. But I'm sorry. Continue. Um, I remember when Bernie Sanders said something to the effect of, you know, dismantling ISIS is too radical of a position or something to that mm, effect. Mm-hmm. That aged well. Mm. Mm. Like, we... When Trump was elected, we warned everyone, yo, he's going to turn ICE into his deportation force. I get it. This one, I, I, I get it. In a vacuum, in a perfect country, you need an agency to help with immigrations and customs. In an ideal country, ICE wouldn't be a paramilitary force. They'd be a bunch of pencil pushers that hang out in airports. It's like, hey, are you bringing cigars into the country? Well, well in, an ideal, in an ideal situation, they would just be the custom border patrol that we already had existed. So, that would, Also they would, true. They would, they, they they would, would just... be a subdivision of customs border patrol. I, your scariest interaction with an ICE agent would be, hey, you're undocumented. Pay this fine and come by this office. We can get you registered. Like, Why, why is that never uh, posed as a solution for, elite, for undocumented immigrants? They're here. They're already participating in American society. Why not just document them? 
Like, no, seriously, why not just, if we know they're here and undocumented, why not just have them be documented? You, you, here you are trying to You, you pay a fine for skipping the line, whatever, and then you uh, you documented. You're here. Now you pay taxes. Everything's good now. What's the problem? I mean, I know, I, I know what the problem is. It's because you're not white. Duh. Hmm. 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 Um. You know, I just came up real. Sam, I, I still want an apology from everyone that said Secret Empire was bad. I want apologies from all those people. Hmm. Nick Spencer is a goddamn prophet. Hmm. Interesting how that worked out. Interesting how that worked out. Um. So this is related to some of us. Uh, maybe we have too many guns. So you want to pull, pull out how ridiculous this is. Uh, the Emmett Till Memorial, where the frat students pose, is gone. A bulletproof sign will be replaced it soon. Um, apparently, <clears throat> the memorial where uh, Emmett Till was killed that they put up uh, keeps getting shot in real bullets. So they now have to replace it with a bulletproof one. I got nothing else to there's say. No, I just went through that. I just went through yeah, there's that. nothing else to say. That there's no reason to shoot the memorial sign for Emmett Till other than you're a fucking racist, right? And, and I, I'm trying to get out of the trick game of calling people racist because that allows them to reframe the narrative of, well, I'm not racist. I have black friends. Instead of focusing on the horrific things that they're doing that are racist and are harmful, but no, you're a fucking racist if you do that. I mean, I, I yeah, I just I got nothing. You, why are you shooting the memorial of a dead, you know, fourteen year old? Of a child that was beaten to death to the point where he was not recognized by his parents for because a white woman lied and said he whistled at her. Hmm. That was his death sentence. I, fuck those kids. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um, all right. Great moments of my pearl of time. Those are going to be a fun one. And uh, I got to get the music together for that. Uh, so we got great moments of white privilege here. Um, but what this really is, it's really not a great moment of white privilege. It's actually a sad moment in white privilege. Um, because uh, I have some breaking news here, guys, and it's going to come into a shock to a lot of you all. And uh, I hope you... Um, I hope you're sitting down, um, especially if you are a Ronald Reagan fan. I, I need you to really uh, take a seat here um, because, uh, man, I don't know. Uh, I don't know how to say this, but apparently um, Ronald Reagan was a racist. Bum, bum, bum. Didn't know. Um, uh, in a newly unearthed audio, the then California governor disparaged African delegates to the United Nations. The day after the United Nations voted to recognize the People's Republic of China, the, the then-California Governor Ronald Reagan phoned President Richard Nixon at the White House and vented his frustration at the delegates who had sided against the United States. Last night I tell you to watch that thing on television as I did, Reagan said. Yeah, Nixon interjected. Reagan forged, his complaint, forged ahead with his complaint to see those, those monkeys from those African countries. Damn them, they're still uncomfortable wearing shoes. Hmm. No, I know what you're saying. Ronald Wilson Reagan, the the president who was credited with forming the world. 
Well, I'm, yeah, well, is it racist? Well, I'm, I'm, it's also just the idea that uh, this is, um, you know, not just that, that he's a racist, but like, you know, here's the thing. This is this is the Ronald Reagan. The, 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 the Republicans are supposed to be the party of Reagan, the party of Lincoln. Huh. Next thing you're going to tell me is that the Lincoln didn't free the slaves because of he was good of his heart. I mean, it's just, huh, boy, uh, I don't know how to take this. So, um, but I know what you're saying. I know what you're thinking. You're, you're saying to yourself, Chris, that's fake news. It's no way. It's not like they have him on tape saying that. Watch that thing on television. Yeah. To see those, those monkeys from those African countries. And they're still uncomfortable wearing shoes. <laughs> <laughs> well, and then they, the tail wags the dog there, doesn't it? Yeah. The tail wags. Huh. Wow. Hmm. 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 Wow. This kind of sucks. You know, uh, there's all these narratives about how we've never had a president as uh, racist as, as Trump. And, well, boy, people, break, they want to say they want to be the, Republicans want to be the party of Reagan. He was racist too. I think we also just need to stop pretending that Trump supporters aren't supporting him because of his racist ideologies. Yeah, I mean, right? That, that right. you're not going to convince Trump voters by showing the cruelty of the camps. They want that shit. The yeah, cruelty yeah. is the point. Well, yeah, and and I to me, this is more for the media. This is more for the yeah. pundits. This is more for the people who sit there and say this isn't what America is, and we're all like, no, this has always been what America is. Now, granted, Trump is more rough around the edges and doesn't understand that um, to fit in. And I, I actually are kind of appreciative of this. To fit in with everyone else, he needs to keep that shit to himself. Um, but this is what you guys have always done. Like I said, we're talking about the camps. Um, we put Japanese Americans in the camps. We put Native Americans in the camps. We slaughter Native Americans. And when I say we, I mean um, America, right? That means American presidents. So this idea somehow that this racism is new and we have gotten past this, like too many people believe that shit, like Mitch McConnell said when he was like, well, we elected a black president you know, we had the Civil Rights Act. We've moved We've moved past that. No, we haven't. No, we haven't. As we started this show and we brought it up, the fact that we have um, a sitting Republican House member who espouses, like, white, is not afraid to st- proudly stand by the white, the white supremacy stuff and white nationalism stuff like, like Steve King does. Um, tells you everything we need to know. Mitch McConnell is the House is the Senate Majority Leader because of his racism, because of its incompetence. They are proud, at, you know. We see um, people were wondering and shocked by, you know, uh, the religious right and how they. I don't. You just haven't been paying attention. The religious right has always been this way. The religious right is the same religious right that would go to church in the morning and have be beating their slaves at night. Like, what are you talking about? They would leave from church and, and, and talking about God and all the other stuff to go purchase slaves. What are you talking about? How are you shocked by this? You're only shocked by this because now it's kind of creeping into 
your life. And it's affecting you now. This has always been this way. Always. 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 Ah, all right. But anyway, um, yeah, shocking for any of those who thought that um, a little shocked to hear that uh, uh, Reagan was racist. I'm, I'm, who would, who would have thunk it? Who would have thunk it? So. Time for uh, Do You Even Sci-Fi Bro. We got two of them. All right, so, uh, God damn it! I just, what are we doing? What are, What are we doing here? I, I got two stories, um, that really symbolize that, and they're not even. They, and look, here's the thing: they don't even involve robots. I came back. We got. We have. You know, been on for a while. Come back with a DUM sci-fi bro. It doesn't even involve robots. I even had one that was on sex dolls. I'm not even gonna do the sex dolls one. That's how. That's how. Crazy next to two are. So I'm just going to read the title of this one. American Crocodiles Thriving Outside of Nuclear Plant. Oh, fuck no. 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 I've, I've seen Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. No. We do not need Leatherhead running around it. No. 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 I want to point out that this says American crocodiles, not American alligators. So already, we're already fucked up. We're getting crocodiles, not alligators. American crocodiles, once headed towards extinction, extinction, are thriving at an unusual spot, the canal surrounding a South Florida nuclear plant. Last week, 73 crocodile hatchlings were rescued by a team of specialists at a Florida Power and Light Turkey Turkey Point uh, at, Tur- uh, at Florida Power and Light's Turkey Point nuclear plant, and dozen more are expected to emerge soon. Turkey Point's 168 miles of man-made canals serve as a home to several hundred crocodiles where a team of specialists works for uh, FPL monitors and protects them from hunting and climate change. From, uh, January, to, uh, from January to April, Mark, Michael Allorette, a FPL wildlife biologist and, and crocodile specialist, helps create nests and ponds on berms for crocodiles to nest. Once the hatlings, hatchlings are reared and left by the mother, the team captures them. They are measured and tagged with microchips to observe their development. They then relocate them to increase survival rates. So that means you're, you're actually letting them breed. In, you're letting crocodiles breed in, in the waters of a nuclear power plant. What could possibly go wrong? The only thing better than this is the Tennessee meth gators. Nuclear meth gators. That clearly, yeah. that's I'm what just, we need I'm, now. I'm just saying, that's what we need. I'm just saying, nuclear meth gators. I'm just saying, if if the nuclear power plant plant rage crocodiles start breeding with the Tennessee uh, meth gators, and these are police are warning that flushing drugs could create hyper aggressive alligators, start asking folks to please not not flush their their meth down the down the drugs uh, down the down the down the drain. Um, to which uh, the people of Tennessee replied, well, stop taking them away from us when you kick down our doors. We wouldn't have to flush it if you wouldn't if you uh, wouldn't take it from us. Then we could just use it and sell it ourselves, guys. So we got nuclear, uh, nuclear radioactive crocodiles and we have meth gators. What could be worse than that, Chris? You're asking what can be worse than that? 
Oh, well, how about, and I can't believe I'm going to say this, because even a broken clock is right twice a day. This is something that, um, uh, um, uh, uh, what's our boy, who the crazy crazy dude on InfoWars? Um, why did I just... Alex uh, Jones? Alex Jones. I'm sorry. Why did I just brain fart on his name? This is something that Alex Jones has warned us about. We all laughed at him, but maybe it's not that far off. The first human monkey chimera raises concern among scientists. God damn it, you made fucking Alex Jones right. What are we doing? Chimeras. 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 See, if you if you watch anime, I could make a joke about uh, a dog human chimera that half of your listeners are now, you know, crying uncontrollably and saying, God damn it, Justin, why would you say that? Um, but chimeras. Chimeras. Why? 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 Efforts to create the first human a- uh, animal chimera have rebooted an ethical debate, you think? After reports emerged that scientists have produced monkey embryos containing human cells. A chimera is an organism whose cells come from two or more individuals with recent work looking at combinations from different species. The word comes from a beast from Greek mythology, which is said to be part lion, part goat, and part snake. Who wouldn't want one of those? Uh, the latest report published in the Spanish newspaper El Pas uh, claims a team of researchers led by Professor uh, Juan Carlos Espusa uh, uh, Belmont from this, uh, the Salk Institute in the U.S. have produced monkey-human chimeras. The research was reduced in China to avoid legal issues, according to the report. Now, in case you're wondering if this, I'm reading this off of InfoWars. Like, this is something I would read off of InfoWars and been like, fuck you. Actually, I wouldn't have read it off of InfoWars. I would have heard about it, heard, uh, heard that Alex Jones talked about it, and been like, it came from InfoWars. Now, this is in the fucking Guardian. It's in the goddamn Guardian. This is getting real. Chimeras are seen as a potential way to address the lack of organs for transportation, uh, transplantation, as well as problems of organ rejection. Scientists believe that organs are genetically matched to a particular human recipient could one day be grown inside of animals. The approach is based on taking cells from an adult human and reprogramming them to become stem cells, which can, can give rise to any type of cell in the body. They are then introduced into embryos of another species. Why are we doing this? For what purpose? I mean, I hear pur- no, no. You know what? They had a good. They also they just gave us a reason why we're doing this. That's all. No, it's not worth. There's it. other ways to get those things. No, no, <laughs> we don't <laughs> need to do that. That I just I no, I'm I'm not trying to be all anti science here, but sometimes you guys got to say no. This is one of those times. Just say no. You were so proud of the fact that you could. You never stopped to ask yourself if you should. This is literally one of the plot points in the fucking last Jurassic Park movie. I'm not gonna, I'm just going to say that. This they, is the plot point of every Jurassic Park. <laughs> no, I'm, I mean, literally, they, they did inject. Oh, like, the human. chimera part. Yeah. Yeah, they, they, yeah, but no, the bigger point is, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, we shouldn't do that. Other scientists have managed to previously produce both pig embryos and sheep embryos which contain human cells. 
the of, although the proportions were tiny. In the latter case, researchers estimated that only one cell in 10,000 were human. Pig human and sheep human chimeras are attractive in part because pigs and sheep have organs about the right size for their uh, transplantation into humans. No, no good can come. Okay, guys. Just okay. Yeah. Okay. Maybe the comment was, I need the comment to come back. Make a U-turn. Make a U-turn. Now, that that comment said, I'm good, love. Enjoy. I got nothing. I got nothing. I got nothing. Absolutely nothing. Hmm. God, I just welcome back to the insane chick, folks. Welcome back. This is what happens when I take a month off and I try to come back, and we end with um, human pig chimeras, man bear pig, man bear pig. It's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. Also, love the fact that they Got went to China because they knew they couldn't do this in the United States, so they went to China to do this. Awesome. Great. Right. Thank you. Thank you. That's the real threat from the Chinese. That's the real threat I'm worried about. You know what? Bring on the robots. They can't do much worse. They can't do much worse than what we've already gotten to ourselves. <laughs> Just saying. We're going to end it right there. Um, <laughs> Justin, thank you very much for joining me. Tell folks where they can find you and what you got to get going on at Three Fifths. Yeah, man, you can find us at the Three Fifths Podcast. T H R E E F I F S P O D C O S T. It's the A S T. Um, we are coming back from our summer vacation. The prices have returned from their uh, vacation. We are wrapping up our vacation as well. So, uh, back to business as usual. Yeah, back to business as usual. Um, same here. Uh, again, we'll try to be back next week with another Insanity Check. Uh, this week, we got uh, New Mutants on Character Corner. It's also podcast week for the unit, uh, for UD Pod. So there'll be a different UD Pod every day this week. And um, yeah, that's it. So again, thanks you very much for listening. And stay tuned. Until next time, we're out of here. Peace. Peace.